Hello, everybody. My name is Bee Bonner, and you're listening to Community Voices right here on NPR Illinois. And today, I have the pleasure of talking to founder of Beltany Wellness, Becky Wheeler. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks, Bee. It's good to be here. Great to have you here. And for those that are listening, and they're like, that last name sounds a little familiar. <laughs> yes, we have Charlie Wheeler's daughter in here with us today. You can listen to State <laughs> Week if you're familiar with the public affairs reporting program. Charlie was the former director and has just done so much for journalism and has been recognized so many times. So it is an honor to have you in here with us. I'm just so excited. I hope he listens to this. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure he will. He's, he's incredibly supportive, so he'll be excited. <laughs> That's I'm excited. Great. So here on Community Voices, Becky, we like to start off with getting to know a little bit about you. So first off, tell us where you're from. I am from Springfield, born and raised in Springfield here, have traveled around quite a lot and glad to call this place home base again, but it certainly makes for a good launching off point to do a lot of traveling. At one point, I was drawn to write a historical fiction novel that took place in Ireland, and so just kind of following my own guidance of trusting and, and getting myself over there to do the research for it. So it's funny, my my life has certainly been quite a winding journey, but I've always just kind of been able to, as best as I can, maintain that belief in myself that it's going to be taking me somewhere Mm -hmm. to be able to be of service to others. And I feel like I'm finally kind of at that place and it's good place to be. Well, you definitely have to trust the process. And I think you've Mm -hmm. done that. You mentioned earlier, just your love of traveling and everything like that. So I think it's time we talked about one of the most influential experiences I think you've had. I don't know if you'd say the same thing, but (laughs) Ireland. Let's talk about your time in Ireland, because it's put you on this journey I think you're on now. So tell us about that experience. Yeah, so I wound up writing a short story back in 2013 and it led to the creation of a historical fiction novel and this was all set in Ireland during World War II and it was a very powerful story the characters really moved me spoke to me and I felt incredibly drawn to go over to Ireland to be able to actually experience some of the land some of the the authenticity of the people there and research more to create that authentic feel to the story that I was writing. I lived over there for six months with uh, my children. They went to a Montessori school. We lived in County Wicklow, which is about 45 minutes south of Dublin, and it is one of the most gorgeous places in Ireland. And while they would be at school, I would travel around to different libraries, to different, just different places in the area to really get a feel for the history that was there. And during that process, I just really became connected in a way that I hadn't foreseen Mm -hmm. to the land that was there and to the people that were there. And in the process of researching for the book, it became clear to me that this place was really nourishing on many levels to to someone who showed up open and curious about wanting to learn from it. You're absolutely right in saying it was one of the most game-changing experiences in my life Mm -hmm. was actually taking that huge leap of faith, moving over to a country that I didn't know anybody Mm -hmm. in with my two children, just myself and them, and really 
putting everything into trusting what I was feeling was right to do in that moment. And again, it coincided with how much I was learning about intuition in my own life and gave me so many opportunities to be able to focus on trusting it and not only just trusting that what I was feeling was actual intuition, but then having that courage to act on that feeling. And I think those are kind of some of the biggest steps in walking through strengthening your intuition. You know, obviously, first of all, is learning what it feels like in you. And then it's really allowing yourself to grow that trust to begin to act on it and start forming that relationship with it. Oh, you bring up so many things in my head. I'm like, I don't even know where to go next because (laughs) I have multiple questions. So I guess we'll kind of start kind of easy here. You talked about some of your experience there. What were some of the sites you were seeing? You talked about when your children were at school, you would go around and see different things. So tell us about some of the things you saw while in Ireland. Sure. It was funny because when I was doing research before I went over there, Mm -hmm. there was a place that I found a picture of and I was like, this is the house my characters lived in. This is it. Oh my gosh. And so that was the first place I went when I got over there. Like I parked my car and as I was walking up to it and I almost started crying. Mm -hmm. No, because it was like so cool because I was like, this is wrong. This is not their house. This is not even the (laughs) right place. Like I've messed up. Everything is wrong. I just moved to another country and I I'm doing it all wrong. And I mean, it was just this like huge moment of just disappointment. This house is, it's called the Avondale House, and it's next to the Avonmore River flows by it. And so I was like, okay, I just need to process this. And I went and walked by that river. And in hindsight, I recognized that that house brought me to that river. Had I not been drawn to that place, for the reason of the book, I would have never found that connection to this river that every time I go over there, I visit this river. Like it is a sacred place for me Mm -hmm. over there. And then the way that I found the actual house was because I had this like really disappointing moment. And I shared that with some of the moms at the school that, that my kids went to. And I was like, man, I don't know what to do or where to go. And one of the moms was like, oh, well, there's this beautiful garden and it has the house there is in ruins. But it might be nice for you to just kind of get to go and walk around this estate. And so I went and did that. And then the more I learned about this particular estate over there called Kilmakura, It became very obvious to me and very synchronistic in many ways that lined up with the story that this is the place that the family was from in my story. The amount of synchronistic moments that opened up to me while I was over there was immeasurable. Synchronicity became an everyday occurrence. That's where I kind of wanted to go next. You earlier brought up intuition and that sort of research. You brought up these moments that are happening. You brought up these almost spiritual experiences that you're having. And so I know this is kind of the work you went and did after this. So, and I don't want to say it wrong. Is it Reiki? Did you end up studying that and becoming a shaman and all these other experiences? So did this journey in Ireland kind of lead you to that? What was that transition like to learning about all these new I guess, spiritual experiences. Yeah, yeah, it definitely was the huge game changer and the the door opener for all of that. I do study shamanic techniques and shamanic practices. And the purpose that I feel called to is helping others develop their own intuitive sense. Mm -hmm. Because I think we inherently have 
this tool that is in everyone to be able to help us discern our best decisions. Well, I'm curious when you're working with people now that you've learned these techniques and you've done the research, how do you put all of this to work when you're working with people? How do you use these tools? So I see intuition as just another muscle that we need to exercise to be able to strengthen it. And one of my favorite examples to give people is the grocery store example. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of grocery stores in Springfield. (laughs) There's a lot. And I go to probably about four or five of them. But when it's time to get something that I know is everywhere, like milk, for example, and I would visualize it's different for everybody. For me, it tends to be just like seeing and it's not like a clear crystal picture of it, but it's just like visualizing like, say, the inside of like Meyer or Mm -hmm. something. And I'm like, okay. I don't live very close to Meyer, and so if I'm remembering to exercise my intuition, I'll be like, all right, I'll go ahead and go out to Meyer and get my milk there. And if I'm not remembering, I'm like, no, I'm not going to drive all the way out there. I'm going to go to this one that's five minutes from my house, you know. It's always a choice. Not using your intuition is not going to cause, like, something negative to happen to you or anything. It's not that sort of thing. It's not like you don't do it. There's going to be some sort of repercussion. It's stuff that you might not notice if it's not there, but you're definitely going to notice if it is. So I'm like, I need this milk. I was called to go to Meyer. Fine, I'll drive out there. And I go out to Meyer, and something will happen. Either along the drive, I'll see a sign that reminds me of something that I needed to do that day or remember. Or when I'm at the grocery store, I bump into somebody who you know, tells me about this event that I wouldn't have heard about otherwise. And then when I go to that event, I wind up, you know, so it it opens up the opportunity for you to engage with essentially the magic of the way I see it, the way the universe can engage with us Mm -hmm. to be able to help guide us to really create lives that are supportive to ourselves, beneficial for ourselves, beneficial for our own growth and learning and, you know, continuing to become more authentic versions of ourselves in our lives. It sounds like to me very intentional coincidences almost. Yes. I think that's the simplest way that I could put it in my mind. I'm like, I got it now. I, get I it. like that. <laughs> intentional coincidences. That's brilliant. I love it. I love it. But if you're just now tuning in, you are listening to Community Voices on NPR Illinois. I am B Bonner, co-host and editor of Community Voices. And today I have founder of Beltany Wellness, Becky Wheeler, in studio with me today. So again, thank you for being here. And we were just talking about into But I did want to talk about your organization, your business really quick, Beltany Wellness. So when did you decide to go into business and how did you come up with the name? When I came back from Ireland, I became incredibly invested in the metaphysical and in energy work and energy healing. I heard about a shamanic multidimensional mystery school that was being held in Springfield. We did a lot of focused work on going within and really unlocking guidance that was there for us through the teachings and the guidance and the meditations of two amazing women, Judith Corvin Blackburn and Carly Mattimore. But during the mystery school, I actually was beginning to get visions of going to these places in Ireland. And, you know, at first I was like, this is neat. I'm just revisiting these places. But then over the course of, I suppose it was over the course of like, six years doing so the mystery school ended I started doing the shamanic healing initiatory process Mm -hmm. through Ahara spiritual community of Venus Rising which is a congregation here in Springfield that is a community for 
you know, people that are, are wanting to really kind of work at, at growing and healing themselves through their own awareness and process. Every single time there was something new there for me, and it was also helping to grow within me my own leadership skills to then, you know, be able to really kind of bring to fruition this vision that I was having of these places that I was originally shown during the mystery school, that they were connected and they were all meant to be offered together as a journey for others to be able to go on, to be able to connect with the land, connect with the elements, but, you know, most importantly, begin to connect with themselves. I think one of the most amazing things about travel is when you are in a new space, there is an unlocking of possibility mm-hmm. within your own self because you're someplace you've never been before and so much more just seems possible. And that is the container that these trips that I'm offering to Ireland, the first one is is this year. And, you know, it, it's my intention to be able to continue offering these The name Beltany Wellness came from a stone circle in the north of Ireland called the Beltany Stone Circle, where I had a deeply incredible metaphysical experience at while I was there. And so that's where the name came from when I was working at developing how can I use this to create, you know, how I am to be of service in the world. I was just about to say that it sounds like the purpose of Beltany Wellness is to not only, you know, learn about you and to do some healing and to have these experiences, but also experience a different place and all the wonderful things it has to offer. So that is amazing. And like you said, you have a 14 day journey to Ireland coming up in April. So one of my final questions is going to be, what's this journey going to include in April? The blueprint of it came from healing work of of myself, but then the nuts and bolts of it has come through the real life application of the amount of touring I've done. When we lived in Ireland, we had at least five different groups of people come over, friends, family, that sort of thing. And so kind of became this tour guide taking people to places around Ireland. The weaving of that with the sacred and spiritual aspect of it has created this trip that leads us to, for example, we'll be working with different elements as we move through the country. So the element of water will be at the upper lake at Glendalock, and Glendalock is an incredibly sacred site over there. So we'll be working with the element of water there. Then we move on to work with the element of earth at Newgrange, which is a passage chamber there that is older than the pyramids of Giza. It is amazing. And then we move to the element of fire, where we work with Bridget's Light in Kildare at, at the Solus Brita Center. And, you know, the goddess Bridget and St. Bridget are, are very important figures figures in Ireland and throughout the world, honestly. Then we work with the element of air all the way down on the Dingle Peninsula. We go to Mount Brandon and we incorporate kind of what we've learned so far. We'll do a shamanic breath work down there while we're there. And on the way there, we'll also be stopping at a fairy field and a chieftain burial mound that is protected by the owner of the land there, Pat Noon. He's called the Shepherd of the Fae. And then we'll be finishing up at the Hill of Tara, which is where the seat of the High Kings was. And there is a stone there called the Stone of Destiny. And that is where we will be ending the journey with the element of spirit and really having a chance to call into being our own sacred purpose, our own 
destinies in our own lives and what we've learned and woven along the whole of this journey. I think it'll be an amazing opportunity for those who are feeling called. Different way to travel to Ireland. I like it, though. It sounds like a great time. And what a way to do some healing and some inner work. So if we have people listening that are interested or would just like to learn more about the work you do, or maybe they want to learn more about intuition or Reiki or anything else like that, where can they go? Where can they find information about you? My website is beltanywellness.org, and it's spelled B-E-L-T-A-N-Y, and then W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S.org. Becky Wheeler, thank you so much for being here today and telling us a little bit more about Beltany Wellness, your 14-day journey, guided journey to Ireland coming up, and all the work that you do. To hear more from the Community Voices team, visit nprillinois.org.